2: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, Senior Editor at steelcurtain.com, with you for another episode of the Steelers preview. And you might be catching us live on Facebook or catching us live on YouTube saying, why are they on Tuesday? This is normally Scobro time. Well, the week got all mashed up because the Steelers play on Thursday. So we're here to preview that game. But Scobro went on, what was it, Sunday, Dave? Yes, Sunday. Sunday. They went on Sunday. We're on Tuesday, the curtain call will be Wednesday, and then we will be there on Thursday for the wrap-up, the post-game show after the Hall of Fame game, but before we get to all that news, I want to bring our podcast producer, Brian Anthony Davis. What's going on, Brian? So glad to be here, Jeffrey and Davidson.
3: I'm so glad to be here. Oh, I'm sorry, Jefferson. You know, it's fantastic, you know, to quote, to quote the great Rich Schofield, can't wait! to be on the Scobro <laughs> show in their spot.
2: There you go. Dave Scofield, one of the Scobros is here. What's up, Dave?
4: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another. <laughs> it's 9 o'clock on Tuesday. Sorry, I can't help myself. Um, but now this is fun. This is great. How wonderful is it to be preview, doing the Steelers preview to actually preview?
2: You're right. I have a question for you all to start off right off, uh, right off the bat. So I had this question on my Let's Ride podcast that Wednesday morning. It was basically about the preseason, and did you miss the preseason? I think it's easy to say that fans look at the preseason totally different now, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I kind of missed it. Do you think the players missed it, or do you think the players are like, "This is this still sucks? It's still a meaningless game that I could get hurt in. Brian, what do you think?
3: It depends who you
2: are. You know oh, that, that was my
4: game answer.
3: That right. was my game answer.
4: Okay, I. Uh,
3: yeah, you're actually. Exactly right. uh, I don't know, but I know who does know, and it's it's editor Dave Schofield. Let's go to him. No, yeah. Brian,
4: you're you're no, you're exactly right, Brian. Who are the players who it doesn't matter for?
3: I mean, it doesn't matter to Cam Hayward, and it really doesn't matter to Ben Roethlisberger or. Really, Juju Smith Schuster and guys like that. Joe Hayden, TJ Watt. Yeah, Micah yeah. Fitzpatrick.
2: You know, Mike. okay. Well, I mean, I kind of disagree the, in a way. No, I the they could have got player. it. They, the, the offensive could go play by without it. Yeah. I don't but who know. does it matter he, for? I think it matters for any offensive player, including Ben Roethlisberger, because you have a whole new offensive line, a whole new offensive system. I think that they are going to view this as a really good time for them to get some of the, hopefully, iron out some of these wrinkles in this offense. I understand what you're saying from a veteran standpoint, but I think that the Steelers offense, they need as many reps as they can get, and they're not going to play. We know that. But at the same time, does that make sense? I think that there is some value there. But there's
3: there's a different mindset if you're Cam Hayward. You know, if you're Ben Roethlisberger, you know that you're going to shine and turn it on. You expect to play... In the preseason. And you know how I've said all along, I'd rather see Ben play a little bit more. And I know it's a risk than his two quarters in uh, game number three that's been happening since 2015, thanks to that stat by the Oracle Dave Schofield. And thanks to the person who did not know that the unOracle Jeff Hartman. So
2: Jeff Hartman's never claimed to be the Oracle, by the way.
3: Like, I've I, never claimed <laughs> to be the Oracle. I, I'm just saying you're the unOracle right now with <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly.
2: Um, the unOracle.
3: If somebody can be the uncola you can be the unOracle. But That's anyways, right. now you know what I really think that even for a guy like Alex Highsmith, he wants to get get a tune up. That's sure, but he's pretty. He's feels pretty solid in his position, but if your name's Jameer Jones, if your name is Benny Snell Jr., if those guys, they they want the reps. They need the reps. And I love it that Najee Harris comes in and says, yeah, I want to play the full game. That just shows you even more what he is. You're not playing the full game, Najee. I'm just telling you that right now.
2: No. No. And so let's take this moment to talk about my, Mike Tomlin's press conference today, where he said that Najee Harris will play in all four games. Now, how much he plays is up for debate. Dave, if you're the head coach, how much is your number one draft pick playing against the Cowboys Thursday?
4: All right. I'm believe it or not. I'm, I'm going to do
2: this. We're, are we doing over under later? I was, I can, I can do it no, real quick. because I was going to give you an over under on Najee Harris. Go ahead and do it. Four. I'm going to say over Brian. Yeah. I'm going to go slightly over. I think he gets a drive. I wouldn't be shocked if he only gets one or two. A drive. Like I think if, yeah. and if, if the drive is successful and they get some first downs, I think he easily gets more than four carries. Yeah. You said carries or touches. I said carries meaning okay. just for, for okay. no. Running no, no game that's sake. fine. Cause carries. I think they're going to get the touches. I mean, I think they're going to get him mm-hmm. the ball in space a lot too. In the passing game,
4: I, I've seen some people say he will come into the game. He will carry the ball once, and he will be done.
2: And that's fine. I'm <laughs> totally fine with Not, that. Yeah, Brian, what do you think about Najee Harris's usage on Thursday?
3: Let's go back to 1995 in the way back machine, fellas, and let's bring up a Penn State star named Kajana Carter in his preseason debut with the Cincinnati Bengals against No. The-
4: no. Don't do it.
3: Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> you just don't want a Kajana. I I know, Dave. You, you just don't want the career that Kajana had because that was a rough game for his rookie year. Let's just yeah. put it that way.
2: So what happened? I I, I don't know this story. Like in 1995, I was all Steelers. I was all Steelers and nothing else. I was, he was the
3: number one. pick. Well, I was a Penn State fan, too. Yeah, I was so he, he was the number one pick overall in the 1995 draft going to the Cincinnati Bengals um let's just say he the tires.
2: yeah the tires on the kajano I mean, mobile on, we're all adults here you can say he tours knee up <laughs> I, I want
3: to, but dave's giving me the <laughs> no. <UI>. I'm just <laughs> saying, no
2: i'm just saying
0: don't
3: do that
2: was no. it a
4: career
0: ending injury
2: no
4: he played he would just never what they no, thought he was never would be. the same
2: got it no. okay yeah. So um here's another question for you all and this is going to relate back to Mike Tomlin we'll tie this into the news and it is that all three quarterbacks that are not named Ben Rothesberger will be playing Mason Rudolph will start Dwayne Haskins is expected to finish the second half and Joshua Dobbs is supposed to get the entire second half. Um how much no. is, that's what he said.
4: No we didn't. He no he didn't. And what he did he, said, say? he gets the, He the, said the that Josh
2: Dobbs half.
4: will end the second half. OK, two minutes. All right. So then let's didn't lo- say at what point in the second half he would start.
2: So I get. I, I would put money that uh, Dobbs plays the entire second half. But still, let's talk about the. Mm. We're, we're slicing up the pie here. How much do you have Mason play? How much do you have Dwayne play? And how much do you have Joshua Dobbs play? Brian, will go with you first.
3: Well, I frankly want to see Mason with a half. Excuse me, with a quarter. I want to see Dwayne with two and I'd rather see Dobbs with one, but it sounds like that's not going to be the way it's going to happen. Who knows? Dwayne might get two and three, and then he might get quarter two and three, but I I would think that they're going to be giving a lot to Dobbs. Now, if that happens, then the next game, whoever gets the most in this game will probably get the least in the next
2: game. Yeah, I think it's going to change drastically from one week to the next. Dave, what about you? What do you think is going to happen with the quarterback situation?
4: Well, as we know, it, it's all going to depend on what these drives look like. Because you would love to say, oh, we get two drives. But if it's two, three and outs on both sides of the ball and it's only halfway through the first quarter, then they're going to go out and do another one. So, but at the same time, you don't want to say it's the quarters because if you go out there and have one great drive that's, you know, 11 plays for 80 yards and a touchdown, then that might be the only drive. But I'll kind of go, I, I think it'll be. I'll mix it up with using both. It'll be Rudolph for about a quarter. It'll be Haskins the rest of the first half and probably the first drive of the second half. And then they'll go to to try to make it a little bit more even I think, and then they'll go to Dobbs for the for the rest of the third quarter and all the fourth.
2: Okay, that's so just That's fine. That's fine. Dude, the next logical follow-up question for both of you is do you think that Dwayne Haskins is actually has a legitimate shot at being QB two when week one rolls around based on the preseason. Brian, we'll start with you.
3: Absolutely. If he play if he continues to play well, he has a legitimate shot. Now, when I say playing well, we're just getting reports that he's playing well, and we're getting reports that Mason is struggling a little bit. There's also something in the back of my mind thinking that if a quarterback from another team goes down. We saw Wensylvania go down just the other day in Indianapolis. What I, did you call him? Wensylvania. Wensylvania. <laughs> they had this stupid <laughs> Wensylvania t-shirt. I've yes. yeah, they, they I haven't that
0: before. They haven't either. I love
3: it. <laughs> they had the Keystone State. It was green. It said Wensylvania. And so, <laughs> so with Wentz – With Wentz going down, I know he could be out until week 12 possibly or five to 12 weeks, something like that. Another team might have a quarterback go down. We just heard about Matthew Stafford um, catching his thumb on somebody's helmet today Mm, in practice. So you never know what's going to happen where a team like when Nick Foles went down in week one with Jacksonville two years ago and Josh Dobbs was traded there. So you never know that one of these guys that's going for the the QB2 position might
2: be dealt out of town. But you think that it's an open competition. I like that. Dave, what do you think? You I agree do. with you agree with Brian?
4: Oh, I I think it's open for anyone to do anything basically that's what coach Tomlin keeps saying and I think that's true to a degree I don't think there's a competition for QB1 um I would I would I think that one's pretty safe but it is going to be based on the preseason and how they play and it's funny because Brian says that there's you know reports of Rudolph not doing well when I've heard I've heard reports of Haskins doing great and there's been other days where he hasn't so it's kind of almost what you want to hear at times yeah um no, I'm not saying that that's – that wasn't saying to you, Brian. That's all I'm No, I, that's no I agree buddy. with you. Um, I, I agree. But to say that it's not, that he can't be QB2, I think would be foolish. So the question is, as much as he can, the question is, will he? And how much does he have to do above and
2: beyond to actually get to there, if you know what I mean? Well, that's a good question. What needs to happen on both planes? So we're talking about Rudolph and Haskins for this to actually happen. Because I think anyone with their – brain in between their ears right now would say that mason rudolph is qb2 on the depth chart but what would need to happen for both rudolph and haskins for those to switch brian we'll start with you landry jones four interceptions
3: against the philadelphia eagles in preseason week two or three just a few years ago i mean something like that could happen to just completely have his stock plummet and then have a guy like haskins look like his pedigree in the preseason.
2: Okay. Good answer. Dave, what about you?
4: Honestly, I think regardless, I think it's going to be that Rudolph would in essence be your QB two, meaning he would get the helmet on game day. But if you had, I don't even want to say it just like we didn't want to talk about Kajana Carter. If we had a repeat of 2019, I don't know that it wouldn't necessarily be Haskins to be the next guy to come in and actually have to start a game. If you know what I mean, does that make sense? It could be, But because they talked about that when it was um, Rudolph and Dobbs in 2019, before Dobbs got traded, or even the year before in 2018, when it was Dobbs getting the helmet on game day and Rudolph um, didn't, they said, well, if something happened and they needed someone to start, it it might not have even been Dobbs. It might have been Rudolph, you know. So there's a difference between the guy that you would want to start if your starter's gone or the guy who's ready to come in off the bench, if you need him to do that right there. Some say that that's not necessarily the case, how they would do it. I'm just saying there's all kinds of options. And really, we're not going to know until after they play these four games.
2: Absolutely. Let's focus on this first game Thursday night, Pittsburgh Steelers, the Dallas Cowboys. This is the Steelers preview. And we're actually finally able to preview a football game. That's exciting. I don't care if it's meaningless or not. It's not meaningless for these players. I want to get your guys' take, and we'll start with the offensive side of the football. Just give me a player you're excited to see, and let's keep it someone that's going to be seeing significant reps. So think about it that way. That's the only criteria offensive player going to see a lot of playing time. Give the fans out there listening, Okay, I need to make a list. Who should I keep an eye on? Brian, give me a player. I'm actually going to say, I'll go ahead and say
3: Dan Moore Jr.
2: Mm, I think he's, guy. he's a big feisty guy.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to get some action. Feisty. And I, uh, there's, I'm sure there's other people on the offensive line people are looking at, but I know he has uh, been going up against Mr. Highsmith in camp. And it's been a learning experience going up against Alex. Cause Alex looks like he's had that jump from year one to year two. I'd like to see him up against the competition with Dallas and see how that goes. And I think he's going to get some significant time.
2: Okay. That's a good one. What about you, Dave? Give me a player. You know, my answer is going to be, it's going to
4: be 53. <laughs> it's going to be Kendrick green. That's what you was he kicking. A,
2: he was kicking up dust in practice yeah. is it today or was it yesterday? Uh,
4: might have been both. I don't even know. <laughs> I think it was um, today. I I think you're right. I think it was today. He it, was wanting, to fight, all together. He was wanting
2: um, to fight everybody. He was wanting to fight everybody.
4: But when it comes to – if you want to know something to look for, I'm saying with Kendrick Green, but this is where you could look at anything on the offensive line. If you want to see an improvement in the run game and you want to actually – Tune in and really pay attention to the offensive line. See if there are players getting to the second level when they show the replay, if you're watching the running back and everything when they run. Meaning you've got the guys at the line of scrimmage, then you've got guys like the linebackers and sometimes strong safeties and things like that that are your second level guys of your defense. See if the offensive linemen are getting downfield to get to those players. That's going to tell you an awful lot about not about the players themselves and their blocking philosophy in the run game. I think that's something important if you want to look beyond a player to look for.
2: No, you're right. And I think that also, you know, I'm looking at a list that I have, and and some of these players, I don't know if they're going to play because of injury, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go with someone I know is going to play. And let's be honest, we already talked about him a little bit, and that's Dwayne Haskins. We -hmm. don't know. Everyone is just right, right now, we're literally just having these Uh, Well, he could be good. He could be great. He could also really stink because he stunk in Washington for a long time. I want to see what he can do. I don't care if it's against second or third string players. You can tell pretty quick, in my opinion, whether or not a guy can do it or he can't do it. But that's who I'm going to go with Dwayne Haskins. Brian, do you have any other one? Any others on offense that you're thinking about?
3: Now, you know, I do love that Haskins pick. Of course, I was going to take Green just to, just to upset Dave there, just to mess with Dave, because I knew exactly who he was going with. But I'd like to see Pat Friermuth. I definitely want to see him. We'll see. That shoulder. He's got a shoulder. We're not yeah, sure he left if he's going to play. Yeah. Then, then give me some Zach Gentry, then. Gentry he didn't practice today either. Okay. <laughs> <It can't> we're. <work. laughs>
2: Do we have any tight ends? Any yes. <laughs> <Brian, laughs>
3: The headphones are off. He's signing out. Well, then I say let's see. Uh let's see the guy they brought in for Dax Raymond. I don't even know yeah, his name.
4: How do you say Bob
2: Bob Bob I don't know. I don't know. I, I read them. the article, but don't know how to say the name. <laughs> ball ba. like, like Sammy Baugh. Bob ba with the ball. Sorry. Oh, gosh,
4: Sorry, we <laughs> went
3: there. <laughs> de de de. <laughs> Love
2: it, okay. Jeff. That Jeff is, <laughs> anyways. Uh, Dave, was it who just answered that? Was it right? I had, I said Kendra
4: Green went off about the offensive right. line a little bit, which is kind of what I was saying to look for includes Dan Moore Jr. and anyone else who could be there.
2: But give me just a look at the whole
4: line. What's
2: that? Give me another player. Like, there's you no want another player, yeah. Well, give Brian didn't offense. give
4: another player yet.
2: Well, he did, but they were all hurt. Oh, okay, that's right, <laughs> he did. Then I'll give you. A,
3: I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm going to say this guy just because I want to hear whether it's mm-hmm. Rico Bussy or Re- Rico Busey. What's his name? I think it's Bussy. Can we just call him Rico? Swann, I don't know. Man? Rico Swab. <laughs> Jeff
4: keeps calling him Balage when everyone else has told me it's Balage. So oh. I don't know.
2: I don't for know the which longest it is. time, I would just tell, I would I would have just told you for the longest time well he's not gonna make the team anyways, but now yeah. Benny Snell's hurt and he might make the team.
4: <laughs> I don't know. See, and like I was gonna give another player that I would really like to see, but once again he didn't practice today, and that was Ant
2: Mac. Yeah,
4: and I think that's part of the between Snell. And McFarland, neither of them practicing today. I think that's part of the reason that they brought in another running back today that they had signed, who you know brought back from three games in 2019 in what's his name, Mr. Three First Names?
3: Tony Brooks James.
4: Uh, Tony Brooks James, yeah. TBJ. Yeah. T-J. So, okay. and now, can I ask you a quick, quick question? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. TBJ. Yeah, it's J- I, I, I want to ask you guys a question. Okay. If you really look at the words coach Tomlin said yesterday in regards to Benny Snell jr. The word injury
2: was not used. He just said the severity.
4: Yeah. He didn't use the word injury. So, you know, or anything like that. Do you think that means anything or, I mean, do you think it's something else or do you th- really just think that he did hurt something and that's why he's out and hasn't even been on the field the last two days?
2: I This is one of those weird injuries where I mean, most of the time you see someone get banged up in practice. Like today, mm-hmm. Najee Harris left for a play with a shoulder, but he went back in. Yeah. Fryermuth had a shoulder. Like, did you all hear anything about Benny Snell getting hurt? I did not.
4: Here, I'll even tell you the exact quote from, from Tom. It. it said, he's being looked at. Maybe I'll have an update uh, for you when I determine the severity or lack of severity of it right now, we're exploring his status.
2: Hmm. Jeez. That is, yeah. kind of, it's kind of vague.
4: That's ex- that's, that's like coach Tomlin 101 right there.
2: <laughs> well, he doesn't have to say anything about injuries. So he no, can he be doesn't. as vague or specific as he wants. Yeah.
4: I, maybe it was just me that I thought that that was interesting that, it wasn't saying. I mean, you would imply that he was talking about an injury, but he doesn't really say it. No, you're right. So,
2: interesting. Well, Balazs, Balage, Balaj, whatever you want to call <laughs> yeah. his name, I think I have him on the list because I think he's going to be someone to watch. He's yeah, he's going to get a lot. Everyone's been talking about him since mandatory minicamp. let's go to defense, Brian. Who you got mm. on defense to watch? Buddy Johnson. I want to see what this guy has. All right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean he he'll probably play off of imagine them the entire second half. So you'll see a lot. I want to see him too. Is that's a good one. Uh, what about you, Dave? Give me a defender.
4: Can I give you two?
2: Well, we're going to go around again, but you can. Give okay. You one
4: well, I'm going to say there. two. I said this on the Scobro show. This is what I want to see. I want to see. Cam Sutton and James Pierre as the two outside corners. Both of them out there at the same time to get more of a sample size. And then I'd like to see him switch sides. That's what I'd like to see, see them each work, each side um, of that, of of just seeing what you have in your, in your starting, Well, who could be a starting outside corner. Cause why not? I mean, if you're saying they're both going for the, for the same position, doesn't mean that you have to leave one of them on the, on the bench while the other one's out there, because you want them both on that same side of the field. I'd like to see them both out there at the same time and just kind of see how things work. So that's what I'd like to look at.
2: No, I had James Pierre on my list for sure, and someone that I want to see, but I don't know, did, did he practice the Antoine Brooks Jr. practice today, Dave?
4: I did not have him as a, someone not practicing I can double, uh, that I can remember,
2: right. um, but I'd have to double-check here. He's one that if he's playing, I really want to see what he can do because he yeah. that that hit me like a ton of bricks when I found out that he was getting the first shot at Mike Hilton uh, his job in the nickel. I was like, what Antoine Brooks jr. I mean, reportedly he's lost weight. He's improved his athlete, his speed, his agility. He's a lot lighter. Um, I want to see what Antoine Brooks jr. Can do. People forget this guy didn't even make the team last season at a camp. He was cut signed to the practice squad promoted and stuck. So I'm going to say Antoine Brooks jr. Brian, do you have anyone else on the defensive side of the football you're looking forward to seeing?
3: Quincy Roche. Q from the U. I want to see this guy. I I think he's a dynamic pass rusher and I think he's the kind of guy that could have multiple sacks in the preseason. I mean, granted, he might be the he might be the UG3 with just a lot of action because UG3 had a lot of a lot of sacks and a lot of tackles that year, but he was playing a good bit of the 2019 preseason. I would think Q gets a lot of action as well.
2: Has anyone heard I, – I did say that Bob Rett Labriola pumped up Q from the U a little bit in a post-practice, post-camp video. I have not heard a thing oh. about him otherwise. Anyone heard anything?
4: Well, because they're all focused on Ingram and Highsmith.
2: I really get it, but it. I've heard more no. about um, – who's the guy that uh, – Jones, Jameer Jameer. Jones. And I have yeah. Quincy Roche. Yeah. It's just weird. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's just weird. And, you know, it almost makes you
4: wonder if the Steelers are trying to not make him be noticed as much because they're, you know, you've got to remember this as the preseason goes on. Some of these guys that the Steelers think are decent, but they don't think they have room for, they might want to not highlight so much in order to get them on the
2: practice one. See, I look at it. See, my conspiracy theorist mind goes the other way. I see Bob Labriola as a Steelers employee. And it's like, we just crafted this kid, someone's got to say something good about him, or else we're going to look like a bunch <laughs> that, of idiots. Yeah, that, that could, could be just as, as, as
4: likely. Well.
2: <laughs> um, I go ahead, Dave. Did you have another one? Or were um, you done?
4: I mean, I, I said two before, I could say more. Honestly, I would like to see. You know, I think Miles Killebrew is going to get to play an awful lot of strong safety. Really I mean, he's been getting a lot of work with the ones because we found out yesterday that. Did we know before that Torrell Edmonds had had surgery in the offseason? I didn't did, uh, did realize that. I at all. So we know that now that that's why Killebrew has been getting a lot there. And um, which is interesting because I don't know if he's a guy that they even considered for that slot position. But because he's playing in place of Edmonds, he hasn't had the chance yet, if you know what I mean. It's really interesting because you brought that up about Brooks. It sounds like, I wonder if they're not, they might not even want to run the same player in the slot all the time because are they wanting to do, use the slot as a Mike Hilton type slot, or are they actually wanting to use the slot as more of a coverage slot, not more like a the slot backer, as some people have said. I mean, if you want someone that's more, that's more like a linebacker can blitz, you know, help with the run and can, can take the the short passing routes that it makes sense that, um, that they would look for someone like Antoine Brooks, Jr. But I just kind of want to have an idea of who
2: else you could possibly see there. Well, that's one other person on my list. It's Arthur Millette. And you know, that's kind of like the forgotten free agent acquisition. No one talks about Arthur Millette. I, I kind of really started to enjoy what he brings to the table, at least on paper or on film, when Jeffrey Benedict did his film room breakdown when they signed him, what does Arthur Millett bring to the Steelers defense? You can Google that and you'll see his article. Look it up. He breaks down Mm -hmm. the film when he's with the New York jets. He can play the slot. He can play safety, very versatile. And I heard Minka Fitzpatrick talking about him the other day after practice saying that they, meaning Brooks and Millett are two different, completely different players that bring completely different components to that position. So Dave, I kind of agree with you. I wouldn't be shocked if they almost have, I guess, do you want to call it like a big nickel and a small nickel where those slot yeah. defenders do different things, do different yeah. things. That, okay. All right. Very good. Any, anyone else that we haven't mentioned that you're looking forward to seeing?
4: I don't know. Some, someone, says, someone from someone the peanut s- gallery has something they want to say. <laughs> <somewhere>.
2: <laughs> I <don't know>. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I was trying to find the mute. Uh, the trouble, can...
4: And we're
2: back. <laughs> <laughs> now, right what was cue. the joke? I said, can control your kids, Brian. All right. Um, anyone else you're excited to see play on Thursday? Could be offense, defense. You know who I'm going to say, but go ahead. Uh, I know. I oh.
3: know
4: yeah. uh, Jeff's going. Spe- I'm, He's you know going what...
3: special teams. Let him go. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, how about... I don't know. For the first time, guys, it's funny because people were asking me things about this today, and they're like, oh, yeah, taking on the Cowboys, everything. I'm like, seriously, in the preseason, that is when it really is, the nameless gray faces. I don't care what the other uniform is out there in this game because this has nothing to do with the team they're actually playing. This has everything to do with what the Steelers are doing. So um, let's – Let's go with a long snapper. Let's see, let's see if we can get a little competition going on there. Because you know, I, I brought him up as a possible camp sleeper. Um, um, is it Chris, Christian Koontz? Is that I guess how you yep. would want to say Kuntz, it? Yes. Um, that has been around with this. This is his third time being around with the Steelers. He was in training camp two years ago, was in the practice squad on and off last year. Um if he could win the job, first of all, he's a former linebacker from Duquesne, so you you know he's got to be decent on coverage after snapping the punt. You know more than the the typical long snapper is sometimes, but that's somewhere where you could save some money on the salary cap, about you know almost half a million dollars. So I think I
3: had it around four hundred k, but every little thing. We'll see. Let me throw anyway. a crazy one at you, Derek sure. Watt. There you go. Hey, Derek Watt's been getting a lot of hype. This is nice. I definitely want to see some Derek Watt action and see how they're going to employ him.
2: They've been deploying him in a lot of different ways in training camp, and that's been really interesting to see. Wheel routes. He's making one-handed catches, uh, just using him in all sorts of ways. This could be this could be a season where he would actually prove that his value in regards to his contract. Cause what do we always say? He's the most expensive special teams player in the NFL uh, because he just doesn't do anything else. Maybe they'll actually as a good one, Brian, I'm going to go with none other than my boy, big press thick kick as they call him. Uh, Which by the way, if you all follow me on Twitter, I just retweeted this about 30 minutes ago, a follower of mine, part of the ride or die crew. Hashtag I grew Um They, She was there with her son. Her 13-year-old son's a huge fan of the show. And he took a picture of Presley Harvin from training camp and sent it to me. You have to see this pic- picture. Like You just don't understand how, like, gosh, this dude is huge. <laughs> he is massive, a massive individual. Check it out. Um, and Felicia always calls him big six. I like that, too. Yeah so um i want to see and i hate that it's uh the king that's i don't like that because it's close to brian's like which was the worst presley which i don't yeah not a fan
4: uh (laughs) worst attempt of a nickname ever
2: oh mr (laughs) third and fifth was awesome that's what he was that wasn't dave's was it
4: actually it was kind of came together between lance and i when we were on the show together
2: so well here, hold on here. Sean Manhattan gives us two yards. His just nightmare. Harvin injured up. Don't there say it, go. Sean. Don't say it because that means Weasel no. Boy would be stuck here. Seriously. Forever.
4: I didn't want to say his name because I wanted to leave him for Jeff, but I'm actually just as excited to see him hold.
2: Who? Big Press? Harvin. Yeah. Oh, big Press can hold. Yeah. Shoot. Dude can squat 600 pounds. He can hold a football. Yeah. So if not, we'll- just give it to him and let him run up the middle. He'll take care of the rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> run the fake. All right. we're We're at the 30 minute mark. If you're watching live on Facebook or on YouTube, stay tuned. We're not going anywhere. If you're listening on the audio side, head over to part two. We'll be right back after this break.
0: Step into
4: the world of power, loyalty,